Well, hello, everybody. My name is Aaron Ferguson. I'm one of the pastors here at Carney Free Church. I'm so excited to be able to share with you our midday devotional for today. And uh, what a joy it was to be together, although separate in different locations on Easter Sunday, and be able to worship God with um, the joy of technology. And although we weren't um, in the same place, uh, we were united together as we worship God through song and then also through the message that Adrian shared. And so uh, the question I'm going to be answering today is how do we keep the power of the resurrection after Easter Sunday? And here's a, a verse I'd like to start us off with in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So as Christian people, we are spiritually crucified to our old way of living and resurrected with Christ by the Holy Spirit. On Easter Sunday, we celebrated that Jesus rose from the dead after three days being in a tomb. The, the stone was rolled away, the tomb was empty, and he is risen indeed, and we have been celebrating that. That same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead raises us from the dead spiritually. And we are no longer uh, the people that we once were because we have also been risen by the same power that rose Jesus from the dead um, by the Holy Spirit. But sometimes it doesn't feel that way. So this is the day after Easter. It's Monday. Many of us are back at work. We're back at the normal grind. Some of us are stuck at home and it just doesn't feel like we are risen with uh, the, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, it, this got me thinking about m my growing up in the golden age of youth ministry. You see, I grew up in youth ministry in the late uh, 90s and the early 2000s. I went to Christian concerts, Newsboys, DC Talk, um, Jars of Clay, conferences all over the place. My youth pastor would take us to all the best Christian concerts. You see, we lived in Houston. We had access to amazing events. We would go to uh, Six Flags, and after spending all day at Six Flags, then Newsboys would play a concert at the end. And uh, some of you are big fans of some of the bands I mentioned. Please let me know, give me a like, <laughs> uh, send a comments. But, um, you know, so not only did I get the opportunity to go to uh, concerts and, and um, conferences and events and hear some of the best speakers in the world. But one of my favorite things was going to summer camp. And oftentimes during the summer, it'd be the highlight of my year because of all the great opportunities, events that we would go to. And I would be riding a roller coaster of emotions and spirituality. During the summer, I would spike in this excitement of all that God's going to do in and through me. I was so excited. I was going to conquer the world. Um, I was going to live a holy life and read my Bible every day. And um, I sometimes felt like my emotions and my spirituality was a, a roller coaster. And the times that were super high, I felt like I was an amazing Christian. And the times that um, were super low and I felt like my emotions were really beating me down or that I had failed God oftentimes that week, I felt like maybe I'm not a Christian. Maybe I don't have a relationship with God. Maybe Jesus, uh, his blood didn't cover me of my sin. And I remember specifically, we were 
at the tail end of youth camp and our pastor would would show up to visit on Wednesday or Thursday of youth camp and we'd be going home on Friday. And so he showed up on a Wednesday or Thursday and he was listening to our testimonies. And as a wise person, he sat back and, and just listened and took inventory. And he stood up and he said this. He said, you guys are all on amazing spiritual high and God has taught you a lot of amazing things. Some of you have become Christians. Some of you say it's time for me to get baptized. But he pointed out three things for us that really centered me in my ups and downs of emotions as a young Christian person. He said this. First, he said, our spiritual depth is not measured by our excitement about God or excitement about Jesus. There are some days that I am very excited about following Jesus. There are some days that I'm very excited about digging into his word and seeing what God's revealed to me. And there are other days that I'm not so excited about worshiping Jesus. There's not, there's some days I'm not so excited about spending time in the word. And then the second thing he said was emotions will fade, but you, but will you stay faithful? All of us were on a spiritual high or have been on a spiritual high. And I think many of you, as you're watching this, you're like, yeah, there are times that I have been on a great spiritual high, but guess what's going to happen? Our emotions are going to fade and our spiritual high is going to come back down to normal. But will you stay faithful in the normal and in the lows? And then last, he said, when you do fail God, and he said, you do, you will fail God. You will sin. You will make mistakes. That is in our nature until we get to receive our new uh, bodies and, and be resurrected in heaven. We're going to make mistakes. Will you be quick to repent and return back to God when you do mess up? And this got me thinking about Hebrews 4.16. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Even though I'm a pastor, I still fail God. But the resurrection of Jesus, who conquered all of our failures, is still powerful today still powerful, powerful for us on Monday after Easter. And here's what I do to remind myself of the goodness of God through Jesus. I want to give you a couple of principles. First, we can approach God's throne of forgiveness with confidence because Jesus has paid for all of our sin with his precious blood. His blood served as the ransom that paid for our debt. His blood was the currency that paid for our debt. When we sin, we can have our head held high because we can approach God with confidence because we are forgiven and made clean and made new. Here's the second thing. So we may receive mercy. God does not punish us when we fail because he already punished Jesus in full. Jesus took on the full payment, the full punishment of God. We no longer have to be punished for our failures. We don't let God down because we never held him up in the first place. He wasn't relying on us. He was relying on his son, and his son faithfully and perfectly obeyed him and took on the penalty and punishment of the sin of the world. 
And the third thing we see here in these verses in Hebrews, we will find grace to help us in our time of need. The evil one does not want you to hurry to God after you fail. He actually wants you to wallow in self-pity. He wants you to hide your face from God. He wants you to be frustrated and angry with yourself and shame yourself. And there's a big difference between the word shame and the word conviction. Shame comes from a place of punishment, comes from a place of uh, shying away from God and his goodness. Conviction is the Holy Spirit saying, God loves you and wants what's better for you. Will you turn away from the shame, turn away from the sin, turn away from the failure, and turn back to God? Um, God's arms are open wide every single time we fail. He always receives us and always longs for the time that we return back to him. Change our heart and mind away from your failures and return back to God and he will restore you and make you new. And I'd like to end with this. God loves you. God longs to be with you. And yes, you're going to have seasons where you feel like your faith is strong. Your commitment to reading scripture and applying it to your life is strong. You feel like you have the confidence to share your faith with others. And there's going to be times that you will struggle and you will not feel as strong in your faith. You will feel like maybe you are failing. A couple of reminders for you. In those times, in those moments of failure, in those moments of sin, Will you quickly run back to God, quickly turn away from the the thoughts and the actions that you had that caused you to fail? And when you return back to God, he's going to restore you and make you new and make you clean every single time. Will you enjoy his forgiving, gracious presence? A helpful Reminder for your daily living after the resurrection. Every morning, the sun rises. Every morning is a new day. Every new day brings new opportunities for you to be uh, restored by the presence of God. You can boldly, with your head held high, with your chest out strong, with your confidence full, enter into the presence of God. And when we are in the presence of God, he begins to make us look like his son, Jesus. He, the great sculptor, will begin to chip away at our sin, our brokenness, our failures, and shape us into the perfect image of his son. You can do that every day. You can do that confidently. You can pursue God at all times, whether you are on a spiritual high or a spiritual low. Will you enjoy the benefits of the resurrection of Jesus this week? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday.